Wives is a true crime podcast. Some of the content on this show may be too graphic for some audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Hi guys, and welcome to Crime Wives. I'm your host, Veronica. And I'm your host, Destiny. And like our new, this is our new way of starting it off, we'd like to, at the top of the episode, ask you, if you have not yet already, followed us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, at Crime Wives, at, what? Crime, <laughs> Crime Wives, Wives Podcast. Podcast. Why is that so hard for me? Why am I the one that has to do this? You, I can do it. <laughs> so, if you could, please, follow us, Crime Wives Podcast, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, if you haven't already. If you have and you haven't given us a review or a rating, we would appreciate that too. We'd love to know your feedback on what you think of the show, what you think we could change, what you'd like to hear. And if there is something specific you would like to hear, um, you can email us at crimewivespodcast at gmail.com. I'm proud of you. (laughs) I did it. (laughs) And that's that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, obviously, this is part two of... uh, our episode, and we're going to hear about what Ronica did this week, slash is doing this week. If you keep up with us, you um, probably already know that this is the second part of a two-parter. We're doing a two-parter because one of us is getting married. It's not me. So one of us has to go on a honeymoon. Not me, unfortunately. Ooh, <laughs> and when she's on the honeymoon, we got we to gotta get these out the right way. So we're um, doing a two-parter, and this is the second part. Last week, you got to hear Destiny talk about herself, and then me talk about crazy people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and so we definitely gave you a little bit more extended content, um, just so we're filling up more of your time. You're welcome. <laughs> you get to hear, well, last week, you got to hear a lot of me, and this week, you get to hear a little bit of me and a lot of Destiny talking. <laughs> Don't worry, I will still chime in and be my obnoxious self. <laughs> we appreciate it. We love it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, your week? So, my week... <laughs> What's weird is when this comes out, so many things will have happened. So, my week that's approaching is what everyone has already heard about. You're going to have a bridal shower. I will be there. You're going to have a bachelorette party. I'm going to be there. (laughs) I think this comes out the week after we get back from Vegas. Oh my gosh, I'm dead right now. I'm dead. (laughs) Today is the day I, I am trying to come back to life. I'm going to be texting you saying I'm thankful that I work from home and um, right honestly right now it's fine that I'm talking about that because truly I have zero plans. I'm saving for Vegas so I'm spending very small amounts of money. I'm going to be shopping with you this weekend and then I'm literally just going to stay home for a solid week. In two two reasons for preparation. A, my bank, bank account would appreciate that. Two, I feel like it's the calm before the storm. <laughs> We are for sure, all of next week is the calm before the storm. Yeah. Gonna, a lot of downtime next week, for yeah. sure, as much as I can. I can't agree. I'm sure I won't, but I haven't now. I yeah. don't have anything planned, but somehow that I walk into every weekend like that, and then I'm like, oh, you have to do this, this, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I did so. also, and I kept thinking this whole, I was like, I don't have anything to do this whole weekend. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll mow the lawn or something, which just sounds not. And then you remembered, you're literally with me. Then... For 48 hours, basically. Yeah, yeah. No, this week. Yes, yes. yes. Because then you and Audrey, our friend Audrey, text today and was like, hey, are we still going? I was like, oh my gosh, I already forgot. Heck yeah, oh we are. God. We've talked about it at least seven times and I forgot every single time. So we go and go do some shopping and then um, and then it's just nothing. So that's truly it for me. I This is the calm before the storm. I did also order my, uh, uh, what's that thing I'm going to be? Bridesmaid's dress. 
and it's <laughs> what am I? I can't. I don't know. And it's uh, it's on its way here, and I've never ordered a really nice dress like that from the online places that I shop, which is Amazon. So you know, we'll just we'll see how this goes. I one of our other friends who's a bridesmaid, um, she did also order her dress from Amazon, and she sent me a picture, and I was like, that's bomb. I'm gonna do it. And my dress looks a little different than hers, so I'm like, okay. I'm pretty sure it's there's me. only so many cuts, and I think everybody has, like, the same material. Yeah. So there's, like, only so many options. I know. But my body is a little different than hers. All of In my bridesmaids' areas, bodies. <laughs> she points to... My boobs. Her tatas. And sorry, Michaela. <laughs> you already know I'm referencing you. <laughs> She's like, I hate you guys. Our friend, Michaela. Our friend, Michaela. <laughs> See, she's getting better at it, guys. Now you know who Michaela is. She's our friend. Hi, I'm getting Michaela. better. You're getting worse. It's okay. Oh my gosh. I'm the background noise. <laughs> I'm getting better. You're getting worse. I'm really... I'm okay, really... she just knocked something over. We're just gonna... We're just gonna talk about what happened. Yeah. And, and now we're fine. Hi, guys. <laughs> Welcome to Kremlin. <laughs> So what you talking about this week, Destiny? <laughs> okay. She's so just I'm, eyebrowing me, I'm, by the way. This is my cue. Yes. Um, okay, so today it's kind of... Should I hit stop for the intro? Yep. yep. <laughs> okay, that's 100%. why I was like, wait, are you still going? Okay, so what are you doing this week? Okay, so today I'm going to be talking about a lot of... It's... Kind of a crazy story. You know I love me a crazy story. I mean, that's what this show is for, <laughs> Right? <laughs> Trying to keep you guys interested. So I'm going to be talking mainly about Franklin Delano Floyd. Okay. And I can't say I've ever heard of this one. Okay. I like it. I say that, though, sometimes. <laughs> and then halfway through, you're like, oh my god. I'm like, oh, yeah. the dude in the attic? Maybe I have. <laughs> I feel like that's kind of, I kind of remember that. <laughs> Um, that's something that sticks with you something for you sure. you don't forget for sure. Exactly. Somehow I did. <laughs> so Floyd was, I'm going to call him Floyd because I don't like saying Franklin. Oh, right. why? I like Delano, but I was like, that's his middle name. I can't call him by his middle, call name. Him his middle name. I just like Floyd. It's easy. So Floyd was born in Barnesville, Georgia on June 17th, 1943 to Thomas Floyd and Della Fowler and was the youngest of five children. I know I said... I would find a crime that didn't involve an alcoholic parent this oh, week. Did you do it? But I couldn't. Is the dad an alcoholic? So. Oh my god. <laughs> when Floyd was one, his alcoholic father. Oh my gosh. Died from kidney and liver failure. Oh, so it wasn't like a prevalent. Is his mom an alcoholic too? Uh, no, but we can talk about that later. Okay. So after his father passed, his mother Della really struggled to take care of him and his four siblings. Right. So that's a lot yeah. for a human. Uh-huh. And eventually had to sign over her parental rights in order for them to eat and have a roof over their head oh, and everything like that. That would be so hard. So in 1946, Georgia Baptist uh, Children's Home. I don't know. I wanted to say Baptiste really bad for I mean, some reason. Yeah. Um, it would be kind of funner if everyone was Baptiste. Baptiste? Yeah. Um, so they took over care of Floyd and all of his siblings. So it sounds like overall the children's home was not maybe the best place for them to grow up, unfortunately. Okay. And there are reports that he was bullied and that the staff was very aggressive towards him. Um, they did things like dip his hands into burning hot water when they caught him masturbating. Oh, because oh, it, it was a churchy thing. Yeah. Though. Yeah, so that's... So 
bad slap on the slap yeah. on the hands not the or wrist. burn of the hands yeah just yeah. very bad yeah um so he started to become known for his aggression he was fighting all the time and stealing because he was getting his hands burned so yeah he was and there out. was actually um a report that when he was six years old he was sodomized with a broomstick oh no have you seen oh god what are you 13 about? reasons why no nope nope okay can't do depressing shows so i can ish but there's a scene in 13 mm-hmm. Reasons Why, mm-hmm. and I literally turned off my TV. I was like, I'm not fucking watching this. Yeah. I was like, I can't watch this. Not- I almost started crying. I was like, this is the worst thing I've ever seen. And I turned it off. And and I do, I, I get the show. I, I'm not one of the people it. that don't, that's like, that show's awful. Mm-hmm. Um, but I saw that. And I just, um, or I saw something, uh-huh. I and like, I just Whoa. immediately turned it off. I'm going to assume I, it has something to do with sodomy. Or a broomstick? Oh, yeah, no, I purposely chose not to watch that show, because I usually like either super weird stuff, or um, I like happy stuff, which yeah. I know that's a weird flaw of mine, but I don't know if any of them are But depressing isn't, yeah. like, your... Well, I, I watch, like, dark, dark shows, but that they're so dark they don't seem real. Yeah, where this is, like, oh, shit. It's reality, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. yeah. So, I'm not... But when I saw this, I was like, oh! And I, like, wanted to be like, stop, okay, turn around. But I didn't, so here we are. Okay. Now all you know. So, in 1959, um, Floyd ran away from the children's home and broke into a house to steal food, and he basically got booted out. And he went to live with his older sister, Dorothy. See, he was doing what one of your past episodes thought a guy was doing. Breaking into a house to steal food. Yeah. <laughs> he wasn't That guy was yet. not. This guy is breaking into a house because he's hungry. See, told you least, it's but more plausible. <laughs> I guess so. I mean, I guess. I didn't think about it that way. I'm like, there's a guy in my closet. <laughs> yeah. He's like, just so comfortable he can eat, my, eat all my I food. I don't know that I would think, how did this person get here? I would just be like, there's a person here in my kitchen. Yikes. Please leave. Yes. Like five I, minutes ago. Where'd you go? <laughs> yes. Um, Lincoln walks down saying, Mom, who's this? Who? What? Good question. Who is this? And Lincoln would casually be like, Hi, who are you? What you? Do you want some food? Here's the cheeses. I don't know you. What's your name? Yeah. And you're like, God, Lincoln. Anyways. <sighs> so... Floyd was residing with Dorothy, and it didn't last long, and he decided to go find his mother. At this time, his mother had been married and divorced a few times, and I think she was, like, on her fourth husband. Um, But overall, when he found her, he was upset to find that she'd become a sex worker and got... And she got into drugs. Times have changed. Ah. Um, but he still asked her for a favor and help, asked for her to help him forge papers that said that he was 18 because he was 16 at the time. Hey. And with those papers, he enlisted into the army. Okay. After just a few short months, Floyd was kicked out of the army for falsifying his papers. Oh, right. I was like, what did he, he do? Was I forgot he was already not. Um, and he went to look for his mom, but he couldn't find her. So he went back to Dorothy's his older sister, where her husband was like, well, okay, well, no, you're not staying here again. Oh, right. Um, and so just kind of... nowhere to go. Yeah, and so send him on his way. So he began, com- like, drifting around different states, and he eventually made it to California, and at one point was stealing and got into, like, a shoot-off with some officers. What the heck? Yeah, he, like, broke into a Sears, and then I have no idea. Oh, I keep picturing this to be, like, back in the day. But he broke into a Sears. That's not that back in the day. Yeah, no, because he, um, no, it's not. Ugh. It's, like, probably, it's, like, early, middle 60s. 
Okay. So I mean, it was around. I mean, mean, Sears was still a thing, but still. Yeah. So he was shot, but he ended up being okay eventually. Like, got over his hospital thing like that. Mm -hmm. And he (laughs) decided to violate his parole and ended up being sent to a reform school. Because he was still underage at this point. Right. So after being real... sent him to jail and he's done a lot of crazy stuff already. Yeah. Okay. It gets... I, yeah. I would imagine you weren't just going to talk about him getting into a gunfight at Sears. Would that be, like, worth an episode? <laughs> so he got shot. Yeah. Well, yeah. there we are. Anyways, thanks for... Happy five minutes. <laughs> thanks for tuning in, guys. <laughs> so after being released from the reform school, he moved back in with Dorothy and started working at the Atlanta International Pair. A por- airport. Oh! <laughs> airport. <laughs> Repair. He started working at the Atlanta International Airport. And then escalation happens. Okay. In June of 1962, Floyd abducted and sexually assaulted a four-year-old girl in the woods. I'm mad. I'm angry already. I'm sorry. Okay. He was caught and charged with child molestation and sentenced to 20 years in a state hospital. After about a year in prison, Floyd was being transferred for an appointment and escaped. Oh, no. He stole a car, bought a gun, and proceeded to rob a bank for $6,000, but was later caught that day. Okay, good. And sentenced to 15 years in a federal reformatory. It, what's a reformatory? Is that not... Oh, because he's not 18, right? Um, I think at this time... No, he is 18. Okay. But Why isn't he going to jail? Prison? prison so at first he was, like, at a state hospital, mm-hmm. and then he was at the oh, right, mental reformatory, mentally, okay. so they're trying to, like... They're yeah. trying to prove probably that he's not, quote, unquote, insane. 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 Sane? Yeah. Yeah. That he's not um, mentally ill. Yeah. So he then attempted to escape again, but that attempt failed, and he was transferred to a high-security prison. Okay. Yeah. Which is like, they need where to get him he should have been. Yeah. Um, so while he was at the prison, he was raped by multiple inmates. Oh, no. And even threatened to commit suicide. This guy... Raped a four-year-old girl. I know. We don't all know him. I know we don't all know him, but it's, yeah, it's all, it's not. Sorry. I'm like, mm, yeah. No. <laughs> he was sodomized as a kid, so I'm still thinking of him as a kid. Oh, okay, so yeah. That's I mean, there's, I'm... and there's a lot to this. It's all um, bad. It's, it's all bad. very sad and gruesome. Yeah, but, oh, so. Good to know. If you could have just started off with that, I would have. Okay. This is kidding. gruesome. So, he even threatened, so during this, he was obviously upset. And he was, and, quite honestly, he's probably raped because they knew why he was in oh yeah no that's a hundred percent yeah like there's places that said and i'm like yeah obviously yeah i know it's it's, when when you go to prison for that you get um, they they have their own set of laws inside exactly. of there for that. Okay. Um, so he even threatened to commit suicide. He like he literally got on a roof and was like, or I don't think he got on a roof. No, he did get on the roof. Somehow. I'm sorry. What's happening? Yeah, he somehow got on the roof of the prison and was like, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw myself off. Okay. And they were like, oh, calm down. I'm Please sorry. don't. Um, so then he ended up jumping around to multiple prisons, but ultimately ended up at a prison in Georgia, and he meets David Dial. Okay. And in November of 1972, after serving only 10 years of his sentence, he was released. <laughs> God damn it. I'm mad. Breath. I'm mad. So three months after being released, in January of 1973, Floyd was at a gas station and forced a woman into his car. He attempted to sexually assault her, but she escaped, and Floyd was arrested yet again. Like, into his car, this man, like, has a driver's license and is, like, yeah. just out living a normal... I just don't understand how, I guess, someone that... I guess, do they just... 
from what I understand, once you're in prison for a long time, you have to go out and, you know, get your driver license or whatever. I just, I feel like there should be limitations for yeah. prisoner. I don't know. But I this know. is also but like 70s. You, and you also want to give them the opportunity to re- rehabilitate. Right, yeah. to be rehabilitated. And, and I know that part too, but eh, okay, I'm still mad. <laughs> you're like, hmm. Really t- trying to talk myself out of this. <laughs> <laughs> so after a few days in jail... um, for this attempted sexual assault, he got his buddy, David, to post his bond. And Floyd decided to become a fugitive and ends up basically laying low at David's and just, like, avoiding police. Okay. So, from 73 to 74, he did a lot of bouncing around through, like, his siblings' houses. Like, he had four other siblings, so he, like, jumped around and visited a bunch of them. Right. Um, and they're all kind of in the same general area? Not really, no. He's oh. a state jumper, for gotcha. sure. Okay. Um, but he ended up in North Carolina in 1974, where he was going by the alias Brandon Williams. And this is when he met Sandy Chipman, a oh. mother of four. Oh, no. After a brief time dating, they got married. So, they dated for, like, a month. Okay. And Floyd convinced Sandy to move the family to Texas. While in Texas, Sandy was arrested and sentenced to 30 days in jail for writing a bad check for diapers. Oh. She left her four children in the care of her new husband, Floyd. Oh, no. When Sandy got out of jail 30 days later, she went to her home and found that it had been abandoned. Oh, farts. I'm mad. I was <laughs> Just say the faces a you're making at me, I'm like, oh. I'm so unhappy about it. <laughs> So, Floyd had taken the two middle girls to a local social services church, dropped them off, and he then kept Suzanne. Uh Suzanne gets introduced. She's going to be a very pivotal part of this story. Okay. So, he kept Suzanne with him. And the youngest child, Philip, so the little boy, he was only one, was never heard for or seen again. Uh, (laughs) I'll just be over here weeping. (laughs) So, it should be noted that Sandy did try to file a missing person's report for all of her children but the police literally fucking told her it's your husband he has all the rights to take your children oh no yeah yeah 70s oh shark attack i don't like this at all okay so in 1975 with six-year-old susan in tow floyd is going by trenton davis and gets a job at the oklahoma oklahoma school system and enrolls his daughter susan under the name of sharon marshall in a local elementary school susan's I think Suzanne. I keep saying Suzanne. Is it S-U-Z-A-N-N-E? It's Suzanne. Suzanne. But I always say Susan, so I'm sorry if I go back and forth. Suzanne. But she's also known as a lot of other names throughout the story. She's going to get some. Okay. So Suzanne's babies, but I'm going to keep it to just her original born name, Mm -hmm. just to keep it more simple. Because I heard other places where they keep going back and forth, and I'm like, like, how many people are here? So, Suzanne's babysitter at the time accused Floyd of molesting his daughter, and Floyd fled with the girl. And about six years, um, for about six years, they jumped around Kentucky, Arizona, and Georgia using various aliases. Just all over the place, different names, different people. Yeah. During this time, Floyd was uh, telling Suzanne that her mom was a drunk and a drug addict and that he rescued her. Okay. There's also one where it said that she died in a car accident. There's also one where it said that she had cancer. And he's telling, he's feeding her all of these. Yeah, and he got custody over her around the age of four. Oh, gosh. But you'd think over the years, I mean, she's very isolated. Is she going to school? Do we know that? Yeah, she's she's going to school. She's enrolled in school. school. But she's very, she's only, that her only parent is him. At some point, you'd be like, wait, which way did she die? (laughs) 
Yeah, like, well, I, his age. was a drug addict, but then there's also, like, where she had told people various things. Oh, okay. Um, so eventually they end up back in Georgia, and Suzanne met Jennifer Fisher at a summer camp, and they're, like, around high school by this time. Okay. By this time, Suzanne was at the top of her class. She was beautiful and sweet. And Jennifer was more of a relaxed, go-with-the-flow attitude, and kind of, her parents were a little on the wealthier Suzanne side. was raised by this crazy man, and she was at the top of her class, very lovable and sweet. Yeah. What the fart, man? It's, it's interesting. It's very interesting. So they ended up getting extremely close and talked about how they needed to hang out again while they were at this camp, and Suzanne said that she didn't want to give her a phone number because her dad was really strict. Mm-hmm. So Jennifer gave Suzanne hers, and it kind of sounded like Suzanne kind of like... Or Jennifer kind of, like, idolized Suzanne a little bit. was just like, oh, you do good grades, you're sweet, and she was a year older than her. So Suzanne never called her. So Jennifer took matters into her own hands, and she found Suzanne's number in the camp directory. Oh, wow, she really wanted to be her friend. She wanted to be her friend. So when she called Suzanne, um, Suzanne sounded pretty upset and was like, how did you get my number? Like, Like, why are you contacting me? And then just heard an angry man in the background yelling. Like, who are you? I don't know if it's like, who are you talking to? But he was yelling. Uh-huh. And then she just hung up. So the next day, Suzanne and Floyd, the uh-huh. father, uh-huh. quote, called Jennifer back apologizing for the incident. It was just a misunderstanding. Oh, that makes it My so dad awkward. was just really mad at me. Like, it was just bad timing. And so the girls made plans to hang out and continue to get closer. Suzanne would always stay at Jennifer's house, um, but her parents had a weird feeling about Floyd. Uh-huh. Well, it sounds like for a good reason. Understandably. Um, he, like, asked them for money on different occasions and helped, like, he was said he was a painter and he's like, hey, can some of your rich friends, like, do they need their houses painted? Oh, gosh. Yeah. And anyone that's asking mostly strangers for money is, like, they're just the parents of your friends. Yeah. Like, like, hey, no, our kids are friends. Cool. We'll see you later. Hey, can I get some of your money? <laughs> so strange. So right? strange. So, but never, so Jennifer never stayed over at Suzanne's house, though. And which is probably for the best. For the best. But then the girls finally convinced Jennifer's mom to let Jennifer stay at Suzanne's house. Uh oh. So a weird note is that when Jennifer got there, she realized that there were there was one door in the house. Oh god. And it was in a room where Suzanne's like, I'm not allowed to go in there. I don't know what it is, but I can't like he none said, of the other ones had like closed doors. None of them had doors. They all had sheets. Oh dear. Dear. So. Suzanne's like, this is normal, right? This is what everyone's house looks <laughs> right? like. Except for I've been to your house and you guys all have doors. Doors. And a lot of them lock. Yeah. So Floyd took. have this thing called privacy. It's super cool at your house. <laughs> right. So Floyd took them to dinner and asked if they wanted to go dancing after. How old are they? They're like That's 16. Like, okay. Suzanne started getting ready, telling Jennifer she could wear some of her clothes. And that's when Jennifer noticed all of the lingerie. And more scandalous items that a 16-year-old necessarily shouldn't have. I mean, especially around that time. It wasn't as wasn't as normal to have those cute things. Yeah. And I, like, heard, I think I heard a podcast, or I heard something, um, which, and I'll quote where I heard everything later, but where she, there was, like, crotchless underwear. What the f- French toast. Yeah, like, and she was like, oh, well, my dad doesn't care what I wear. I wear them for, like, my boyfriends, and I just wear them. It's fine. Okay. I mean, if 16-year-old me saw that, two things would have happened. I'd been like, why don't you have any doors? Why don't you have any bottoms to your underwear? Or I would have just been like, mm, these people are trashy, but she's super cool. And yeah. I would have seen her underwear and be like, eh, trashy. I know that's mean, 
but that's what a 16-year-old probably, that would be 16-year-old yeah. myself. Yeah, and, well, and I hung out with some of my friends uh, probably could have found stuff like that, but it's like also, yeah. they would, it would be hidden or uh-huh. something like that. Yes, like, it oh wasn't God, it's like, not, like something, and their parents probably never knew about it. If she, pl- yes, that's what I'm saying is, if she played it off like, oh, my dad has no idea, I would have been like, Cool. That's, I mean, that's you. I, you do, I you like, girl. I have, fun. have a lot of rainbows See on my underwear. But okay. <laughs> I have like a teddy bear right here. I'm not just... even far <laughs> off for my high school underwear choices. <laughs> teddy bear and a rainbow. What's uh, up? Yeah, lots of, I literally had teddy bear underwear. I you, okay. you literally, and, and it was Care Bear, to be correct. And I got them at Hot Topic, and I thought it was so cool. And then. <laughs> A 24-year-old version of myself found them was like, who in the actual hell let me wear these? And of course, no one knew I had them. I bought them myself. Yeah. Um, So after dinner, Floyd just dropped these two girls off at a bar um, to hang out. At a bar? At a bar. And they got in. What the And he wasn't even with them. He just dropped them off, let them go inside, like... It didn't. I didn't see any reports that they actually drank, but they were just dancing, having a go, good time. Like older guys were hitting on them. So They're sixteen. How did no one? I mean, I feel like if I t- saw two sixteen-year-olds today, which ton of them wear so much better makeup than we do, that I'm always like, oh, like yeah, those. I wouldn't have known. I would yeah. have been like, mm, she's like twenty-five. Yeah, exactly. I don't. Uh, I feel like back in post nineteen ninety-five, anything before that, everyone looked sixteen. Yeah, for sure. Um, so I don't know. I don't know what it is. But I, I was, when I was 17, I went into a bar. Oh. I'm sorry. My mom listens to us. Oh, I mom, totally didn't. I went, I I went 20, into a bar with Cassie and I might've had a shot, but that was it. Only it was one fun. shot. Um, but I went to a bar, but my cousin knew the bartender and stuff like that. So they were like, oh yeah, you can just try this. But Anyways, that's, but I wasn't left there with another girl my age alone. It seems so strange and dangerous and obviously, uh, we, uh, if I didn't know anything about his past and you started the story off from right here, I would be like, wait, okay, was the dad, like, did he, is he from a different country? Is he from, like, is he, <laughs> is this did he speak? Like acceptable is he, other places. Was it the da- wh- who, yeah, no, I'd have a lot of, but now Questions. that I know it, it doesn't, it's not shocking me as much, but. Anyways. Yeah, so that was the first time after that. There was another incident where, like, they were making fun of the guy, apparently. and or, Like, one of the guys that was hitting on him. And their her dad, like, ran in with a gun and was like, what are you doing? And then, like, two seconds later, or the, he was like, don't make fun of an innocent man, da-da-da. And then two seconds later was, like, happy and fine and then left. So Jennifer never went over there again. Okay. From what I've read. From the one weird experience that maybe the dad went in and maybe... It's just strange. Okay. No, that was when they were in their bedroom. Oh! Oh, she... I'm sorry. When they got home, they were making fun of somebody and then he like walked in with a gun and was like... to them? Yeah. Oh. Okay. And so she's like, me, never coming back here again. For so many reasons, mostly the curtains on the doorway but definitely the dad with a gun yeah so the two continued to stay friends over the years but just had their own things going on and Suzanne had to be home by a certain time every day to make Floyd dinner and she was excelling in school whereas Jennifer got into a decent amount of trouble due to like her poor grades her parents were like get your shit together yeah um so they just stopped being as close Suzanne found out that she was going to receive a full ride to Georgia Tech holy Mother effing crap. How, like, how is she coming that from death? this? Yes. Yeah. So, which Floyd did not seem to be okay with. Of Weird. course not, because she'd be gone. 
Anyway, she ended up dating a guy named Curtis, and she winds up getting pregnant. Okay. Okay. With the growing hostility of her father, thinking that she's going to leave Suzanne was going to literally leave him. Mm -hmm. Um, And the fact that she was pregnant, Curtis and Suzanne decided to run away. Okay. They got to Alabama, and that is when Floyd found them in a little hotel. He said everything was fine. He just wanted to talk to them. How did he find them? I have no (laughs) idea. Especially then. Yeah. I have no idea. They must have, like, made plans or something. Wrote it down. or Yeah, there was, like, notes or something. Mm -hmm. So uh, Floyd was like, no, it's fine. Like, I'm going to stay the night here. We'll talk about it more in the morning. I don't believe So he booked a room, and the next morning, Curtis, the boyfriend, woke up to a note from Floyd saying, that baby's not yours, and that you better not come after her. She doesn't want to be with you anymore, and she will not be with you anymore. So she was gone? She was gone. But did she stay in the room with with Curtis? I think so. Uh-huh. That's what it sounds like. I'm so confused. So, like, I don't know if he, like, knocked on the door or if he just broke in because he's a crazy guy. I was like, here's a note. She doesn't want to be with you. Grabs her room. <laughs> Probably. So strange. Um, What? So, <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah. Oh, if you were like, so here's my plot for a movie. First, that I would be like, bad movie, bad movie. I hate it. <laughs> but also, <laughs> but this is my real watch life. it. Yeah. Um. So <laughs> yeah. also, that it would be a guilty pleasure movie for sure. Yeah, you're like, oh, which is what this podcast is. Moving on. <laughs> Shortly after returning to Georgia, they told everyone they were moving to Arizona. Floyd and Suzanne. Okay. So while in Arizona, Suzanne ended up having her baby and giving it up for adoption. Oh, um, not long after she left, she returned to visit Jennifer and actually asked Jennifer's family. So this was like, I think a year or two later that her and Jennifer were still kind of in communication, not as much, but she asked Jennifer's family if she could move in with them. Oh, good. The family said no. Oh, poop. And she returned home to Floyd. In all fairness, they probably were like, yo, keep your drama at your own house. I think it was more from what I saw is that... They were more like, I don't want to intrude on your family kind oh, of thing. Like, right, this right, is, right. Th- there's boundaries. Uh-huh. Like, my friend moved in with me in high school, uh-huh, and uh-huh. my mom and her were like, okay, so is it okay? And I think this was more like, I don't, because they were like, well, let me talk to your dad more about it. And she uh-huh. she was like, no, 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 never mind, never mind, never, never mind. mind. Yeah. Yeah. So. Don't, you don't want to talk to your my dad about it. Yeah. Got yeah. it. Got it. Okay. So I think it was, she was trying to get out without... Yeah. Without being like, I need to leave my dad. For whatever reason, it sounds like she doesn't want to tell people that her dad's a loony. Yeah. and she, But she obviously knows because she's trying to move out yeah. and trying to run away from him. Ugh. Ugh. I don't <laughs> so, like it. now we're in 1989. What happened to Curtis? He's just, he's like stayed in that hotel room. I'm like, like okay. okay. Well, her dad's crazy and I'm scared. And it's not my I baby? would be because he found you. And who knows, you're in high school, so who knows, he's like, it's not your baby, and he's like, is it my baby? Phew, okay. Is it worth this for all of this that's not my baby? I don't know. I don't know, I don't know the background on Curtis, but Curtis is no longer part of our story. Okay. Okay. So, now we're in 1989. Suzanne was going by Tanya Hughes, and was a dancer at a strip club with Cheryl Camesso. So, Cheryl ended up moving in with Floyd and Suzanne, um, and Floyd started referring to Cheryl as his girlfriend. And Cheryl was around the same age as Suzanne too. Oh. So, just wait. I... And it seems like Suzanne liked his attention going somewhere else and not like somebody, him constantly obsessing over her. Oh, okay. So he was like, she was like, yeah, 
be my dad's girlfriend. Oh, um, oh right, right. Suzanne, of course, was like, okay, yeah, yeah as long yeah. it doesn't matter who it is, as long as it's not me. Yeah. Okay. So because uh, um, Suzanne started seeing someone for a brief period of time, but ultimately her boyfriend was like, I can't get over your fucking controlling your dad trying to date in our you. relationship, basically, uh-huh. and uh, all of that happened. So her relationship ended. So at this time, Suzanne was pregnant. Oh, again. Again. And continued to dance, because she was a dancer, uh-huh. until she was basically having, like, she like was nine full months term. pregnant? Yeah. And she was still dancing? And it brought her apparently a lot of money. Wow. I, there's people that are into that. It's fine. I yeah. get it. I mean, I, I don't get it, but I get but that it's a thing. people are into it. Yeah. yeah. So it brought her a lot of money, which obviously made Floyd, her father, very happy. Right. Or I use father in quotes, just it's so everyone knows. It's not her dad. Exactly. Yeah. But that's how it's referred to, like, in and everywhere. He, I mean, he, he raised her. Just wait. So. <laughs> so, Floyd was very happy, especially because he got to buy himself a boat. With her dancing with money. With her dancing money. Oh, my gosh. So, one day while Suzanne was working, Cheryl and Floyd went out on the boat. While they were out, um, out there, Floyd tried to have sex with her, and they had... Hooked up, I think, once or twice before. Uh-huh. Um, so him calling her girlfriend was a very weird, loose term. I mean, why did she keep hanging out with this weird dude? I think because it, he, she thought that like hanging out with an older guy could get her maybe somewhere further. Oh, right, right. And um, she was like, this guy's being raised by his daughter. Maybe not. <laughs> she makes him dinner every night. And bought him a boat with her pregnant body. Stripping my... I'm it's true. No, it's 100% <laughs> true. So when she she refused to have sex with him because she was like, you're a liar. Like, the way that you are is just not okay. And she knew. So he punched her in the face. Oh, right. He punched her in the face for saying very correct statements. Yes. That's my watch. <laughs> um, she then swam back to the shore on her own Probably and found too. her way back to their house, which I'm guessing very shortly she moved after. But in retaliation for getting hit in the face, she reported welfare fraud to Su- on Suzanne. Oh, what? Because she was, it wasn't, it's not really welfare. It sounds like it was like unemployment. And she was getting unemployment, but she was working at the strip club and not claiming it. So she was it. unemployed. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And so she called in she on her. She was like, well, I know the deets about their life. Yes. So then Floyd tried to abduct Cheryl. From her job. <laughs> this will fix it. All of my problems. <laughs> so uh, she was heading into work and he like tried to grab her and the bouncers, obviously there's bouncers, right. um, stopped him. But not even a week later she went missing. Oh man. So uh, apparently, uh, I'm going to talk about this actually later. Okay. So she went missing. And shortly after that, Floyd and Suzanne fled to Florida. Gee, I have no idea what happened. I wonder why. I'm not curious at all. And I read a report that, like, they burnt their trailer to the ground, too. And no one's suspicious? No, I think they were they were the main suspects, but they fled and they had multiple aliases, so. It's true. They've done they it were. before. Mm-hmm. So, jumping back to her Is old she friend. Is still pregnant, Suzanne? Um, she's, she's still pregnant at this point, okay. but she's not really going to be pregnant much longer. Okay. So, jumping back to her old friend, Jennifer was surprised when she got a letter um, saying that Suzanne had moved to Florida and was working at a bar, meeting tons of celebrities, and that she was even getting breast implants, which apparently was very unlike her. She uh-huh. was very, like, in high school, she was just very, like, the sweet, but very, like, extracurricular. I mean, yeah, it sounds um, like she's been hanging out with her dad for a lot of years, yes. though, so. So she later on told her that she had a son, actually, who was six months old. So she was a little established in Florida at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, but their relationship continued to dwindle, and uh, she was actually working as a dancer in Florida. 
Okay, so this is Suzanne. Was talking to her friend Jennifer and was like, hey, and I had Jennifer, a baby. Jennifer. the friend from high school. Gotcha. Uh, well, yeah, I'm just trying to figure out who's the one that's in Florida now with the baby and is also... Or is a Suzanne. Dancer. It's still Suzanne. Suzanne, okay. yeah. Still Suzanne. We're Has both. a baby, lived in Florida, is a dancer. She, yeah, yeah she had dancing. the baby in Florida. Gotcha. Still dancing, now she has a son. Yeah, and she's telling her friend that she was a bartender, things like that, but she's okay. dancing in Florida. Okay. Um, she was constantly working, but it was known that her husband would come in frequently. So at this point, she has a husband. Oh, I was like, wait, what? Now there's a husband? Um, that her husband would come in frequently, drop her off, pick her up, call to make sure she was working. Her husband, Clarence Hughes... Is Franklin. Is Floyd. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> so, while working here, Susan made Suzanne <laughs> made a friend, Karen, who urged her to leave her overprotective husband, father, husband, father, abductor. And around that time, she started a relationship and fell in love with a regular that come came through the strip club, and promised uh, to take her and her son away. And she agreed to it. She was like, "Yeah, get me How away." How old is she at this point? She is, I think, like. 21. Yeah, so 22. probably they went somewhere and like they're like they're fleeing and he like probably looked at her and was like, "Okay, now you're going to tell everyone you're my wife just so it doesn't seem suspicious cuz everyone knows they're looking for a father-daughter situation, but now if we're married, no one knows." But they got exactly what he wanted. Barf city. So, um before she had the chance to run away, she was hit by a car in a hit and run. Who? Who? Suzanne. Oh my gosh. Well, I wasn't prepared for her. So to before die. she ran away with her boyfriend, uh-huh. she was hit by a car. And then died? A group of men came across her and immediately called an ambulance. That is when uh, so then she goes <sighs> to the hospital. They had apparently been staying at a motel and then he said he fell asleep or something and woke up the next morning. And the person was like, yeah, there was an accident outside. And he was like, my wife's missing. So he went to the hospital. So Floyd goes to the hospital. It's like, I heard my wife possibly got hit by a car. This is so many stories in one story. I know. That's why I was like, I have to keep going. Yes. Um, so she was stable, but had also apparently suffered a blow to the back of her head. Okay. And had a severe brain injury. So they think that the blow didn't wasn't involved in the car crash. Oh. She had, and, like, a pre-existing head injury. Mm-hmm. Okay. And apparently I had read that she had bruises, like, all over her body, which... I mean... He apparently beat her. Um, and it was said that while she was kind of in and out of consciousness, she would mutter, Daddy. Oh, gosh. Yeah. So I should throw out there that he had a blue car at this time, Floyd, and it is said that she was hit by a red car because she had some paint on her. Okay. Um, but that's that. Okay, feels like a weird statement, but okay. Well, I just wanted to throw that out there because... In case anyone's thinking, it was the day. Exactly. Okay. So his behavior at the hospital seemed odd. Um, He made like a sign on the door that said no visitors. And he got pretty upset when he found out that her friend Karen, the one that urged her to leave with this other guy, Mm -hmm. um, came to visit her. But she did ask the hospital to inform her of any updates that happened with Suzanne. So Karen's like, hey, if anything happens, let me know. Karen's a good friend to have. Yes, very much so. So she got a call in the morning from the hospital saying that Suzanne had been put on life support after a hard night and that she had passed away. Suzanne had passed away? Suzanne passed away. God damn it. So also it said that the only person that was with her the night that she <gasps> was God damn it, Floyd. was Floyd. So right before Susan's funeral, Floyd put Michael 
their baby, mm-hmm. the two-year-old baby, into foster the foster care system. And about six months later, Floyd went to jail on a parole violation. I also read some places that it was a possible kidnap, like attempted kidnap and kidnap. I'm not surprised. How yeah. did he not go to jail for attempted kidnapping for the the pers- the lady who went missing a few stories ago? Because he was under cause a different alias. So oh they didn't, my gosh! Yeah, okay. they they had not they connected the these aliases okay. together. Oh right. So Michael went into the um, the system basically, and the foster parents said that Michael was nonverbal and would show hysterical behavior. Okay. Understandably. Right. But after a few years with the family, they grew closer, and he was making amazing progress. So they started the adoption process. Oh, good for Michael. That's good. Okay. Oh no. As part of that. <laughs> As part of that process, they tested Michael's DNA and compared it to Floyd. Maury moment. Oh, I already knew it was Floyd's. He was not the father. What? So, when he got out of jail in 1992, he tried to regain custody of Michael, but due to his criminal record and the fact that he was not Michael's father, this request was denied. Yes. So, in July of 1994, Floyd attacked a woman outside of an apartment complex he was working at, but was released on bond. What the fuck? And I literally only put this part in there. I mean, I'm sorry about the lady, but I only put this in there because I know for you and you're like, how did he get away? Yes. I just. Yeah. Um, So fast forward two months later on September 12th, 1994, when Floyd enters Indian Meridian Elementary School in Oklahoma and forces the principal James Davis by gunpoint to take him to Michael's classroom. Oh, no. Where Floyd then grabbed Michael and forced both uh, Michael and Davis into the principal's um, truck. Oh, no. He then proceeded to take Davis to the woods, handcuff him, and leave him there, and took off with Michael. Oh, my gosh. About, Did anyone, like, see him Yeah, coming No, with he, like, went in with a gun, gunpoint, was like, take me to Michael's classroom. Like, everybody saw this. Okay. okay. Um, so, about three months later... The FBI got a hit on one of his aliases because he would kind of continue. He'd go to different states, but continually used in different aliases in different states. But this, you know what I mean? Right. Yep. So he was just going around. He was but easier to track. Exactly. Than he realized. So he, they got a hit on one of his aliases and picked him up at his new job he had just gotten as a car salesman. Oh man, he's still out there getting jobs. But he was alone. Oh. And Michael was nowhere to be found. I'm sad again. <laughs> Sorry. I'm so, um, so they had him on abduction because obviously there were so many witnesses. Um, but also just a few days before the trial started, so he was going to trial for kidnapping, uh-huh. um, a previous vehicle he had used was sold at an auction and ended up with a man who was cleaning out the truck and found an envelope. And the envelope was almost 100 pictures. A majority were Suzanne, but there were also others that were young girls um, all the way to teenagers in like risky clothing and just different poses and so essentially gross. he first of all you left an an envelope with just all your dirty laundry in it it was like hidden in the car but yeah how can it yeah oh yeah I guess if things and are... a set of photos that showed a woman severely beaten tied up and gagged oh, no. and if you want to go back Cheryl was never found Ooh, she just went missing who she's a girl who I... I've brought up a few times now because mm-hmm. I'm concerned. So on the day the trial started, March 29th, 1995, shout out to our friend Audrey. It's, that's her birthday. Oh, happy birthday, Audrey. They found the remains of Cheryl. Sorry. 
Oh, okay. So they found the remains of Cheryl the day the trial started. Holy crap. Weird. Like, what? That's a strange and that, like, coincidence. Two, I think it was like two or three days before um, the trial started is when they found all the pictures. So it was just like, boom, boom. Things um, are happening. Yeah. yeah. So after examination, they compared like the wounds to the bones and the remains because it was like five years difference. There must have been and, like evidence in the pictures that like led them to. So right. they took like her body and her bones and mm-hmm. then compared it to the pictures and found out it was her. That's, I was wondering how they found her so quick, though, but that would make more sense. There were probably, someone was probably like, I can tell you right what that's up. Yeah, because there was, like, different wounds to, like, her face that they oh. could see. Yeah. So, it was Cheryl. So, all in all, he received 52 years for kidnapping charges, and even though he's denied... Um, Is there no update on Michael? <laughs> I have... So... Concerns! Okay. <laughs> let me finish. <laughs> So all in all, he received 52 years for kidnapping charges, and even though denying it, um, in 2002, Floyd was convicted of the murder of Cheryl Camesso. Ugh. And he was never... So he wasn't... They couldn't... They could charge him for kidnapping. Uh Uh-huh. But they have never found a body. And then for Suzanne, they think that he killed her like hit in the hospital well, and they think it was him that hit her oh. with the car uh-huh. um but because she was planning on leaving him mm-hmm. but they haven't they couldn't prove it yeah because it seems strange i mean yes the fact that she got hit by a car it's so it's not super common that people just get hit by mm-hmm. a car and it happened to be the night that she was trying to yeah mm-mm. and yeah so he is actually on death row good also also i look take, at the pictures i take back what i said whenever i was like Oh, I'm sorry he got what he was supposed to get in jail. Ah! So that is a picture of him acting like her dad. Uh-huh. And then she's gorgeous. She's so beautiful. She's so beautiful. And she does really look like she would be somebody you want to be friends with. And that's her and her son. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, I hate him so much. Oh, my gosh. The first picture of them... First of all, he obviously cut her bangs for her because they are solid two inches too short. And his hair is all the way to the side and neither of them are smiling. She looks sad and he looks like he's snarling. And I don't know if that was just like a trendy thing to do at the time, but I don't like it. They look like they're looking into the distance and I'm like, that's not your daughter. Yes, she doesn't look stoked. I can't get over how awful this is. Also, it seems like you just pieced together a bunch of, like, five crazy stories. Well, no. So, I was listening and reading this, and I was like, how am I going to put this all together? Because it didn't, especially with all the name changes, I was like, this does not flow nicely. Uh (laughs) So, I was like, okay, same name, and then I was just going through it, and I was like, this is freaking insane. Yeah. And it really is. I'm unhappy. Okay. So, real quick, I'm going to quote some sources. Um, So, unresolved me um the hughes family okay wikipedia oh yeah shout out to wikipedia uh, always and then official cold case investigations oh whatever the heck that is i need to it go there right <laughs> yes. well yeah and it was great with like the timeline and everything too especially oh, with this story because i was like oh my god yeah, i listened to one podcast and it was like and then he disappeared for like 15 years and i was like oh, i'm sorry well, um <laughs> like and that's the end of my story <laughs> <laughs> well there i am well, but yeah, so that was mine. for Suzanne. I'm real mad about wherever Michael ended up. Um, I'm acting like I'm not as mad about it, but I am. Mad at you? 
I've had everyone dishonor on you, dishonor on your cow. <laughs> so I'm just unhappy. But that was a good one. It was like crazy, right? Yeah. Uh, just all the jumping around and the fact... The fact that he, he could just keep changing his name. And yeah, and that he that literally had a child that wasn't his for that he turned into child wife. And the, like, uh, what yes. the hell? And the unfortunate part is that he he used the correct victim to steal a child from. So she mm-hmm. wasn't in a great spot. She was in, She made a poor choice. Stole. Where, I mean, but where she the, literally went to jail for 30 days for writing a bad check for diapers. Right. Like, it's sad. And also, I'm going to throw it out there that I don't think I said specifically in this, but a lot of the pictures that were Suzanne, mm-hmm. um, that they found, they were, like, explicit pictures. You don't say. So, I didn't think I really needed to. I'm, I'm pretty sure shocked. everyone assumed. Um, but just for anyone that didn't assume, he was being a creepo to her the it's, whole hair her whole life. Her whole life. And she still stuck it out and still excelled at school and still bought him a boat with her job. Like, yikes. Just if she could have got away. If she could have got away. She tried. She was so close. Multiple times. And then he was the only one in the hospital with her. Ugh. Hate it all. Hate it. Hate it. I'm not happy. I'm gonna go cry. Just kidding. Anyways, um, enjoy your week, all of you, because that's <laughs> the end of this podcast. That's yeah. it. Thanks for listening, guys. Grandwives out!